Welcome to Talk No Jutsu. I'm Smug Donuts here with my wife, Spiral Fish Cake, and we're here to talk about anime. Anime is an important part of our culture! On this week's episode, we're going to play a game called Describe That Anime Badly. Then we're going to talk about some anime we've been watching recently, like Attack on Titan Season 4, ReZero Season 2, Jujutsu Kaisen, Fruits Basket, and more. Draw your last pathetic card so I can end this, Yugi. My grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards, Kaiba, but it does contain the unstoppable Exodia. Impossible. Before we get started, we just hope that you all had a good holiday. We just want to thank everybody who listened last year. And as well, if you're listening for the first time today, we want to thank you too. Last year was our first year podcasting, and we're excited to keep podcasting this year. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. So the game we're kicking things off with this year is Describe That Anime Badly. So for example, if the anime is Pokemon, we would describe it like a young boy and his pet mouse beat a team of criminals every day for 25 years and then the other person has to guess based on that description what the anime is you ready to play i'm ready here we go you start okay teacher trains teenagers to avenge the moon to avenge the moon Uh. (laughs) for some reason i'm blanking on the moon i know that there are a ton of animes like assassination classroom where they train people was a moon a part of assassination classroom yes is that it remember they thought koro sensei blew up the moon oh okay is that your guess yes that's my guess. yeah it was right good job good job <laughs> that's one of the ones i'm kind of proud of honestly all right a young couple makes it work and adopts a child while being held hostage in their own beds that's sort of online <laughs> <laughs> while being held hostage in their own beds i love it okay okay High school romance that explores issues in relationships inside a drama club. Inside a drama club? Mm-hmm. Is that Nozaki? <laughs> no. Drama I feel like you're not going to guess this one. I think I may have made this too hard. I'm just trying to think of animes that have drama clubs in them, and I'm blanking. What is it? Just tell me. Beastars. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> How? Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, next up is mine. A young man cheats all the time and violates every possible taboo, but can get away with it because his girlfriend only threatens him using office supplies. That is most definitely Monogatari. (laughs) Threatens him using office supplies. I like that. Okay. Japanese salary man takes extended vacation to Thailand to discover himself. Black Lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it a... That's just a synopsis. Extended vacation. <laughs> I mean... That's just like what vacation. you would find on Netflix. That's <laughs> the description for the show. Let's, um, let's ignore all the crime. Yeah, it's just a vacation. Forget about that. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Ant-Man and the Iron Giant team up, play with circles, and learn about the circle of life. I want to say this is Full Metal Alchemist. Yes, it's full. But I don't know where Ant Man. Like, oh, because he's really tiny. He's as small as an ant. Whatever. (laughs) Stop. Stop. If you've seen the original one, we joke all the time about how hilarious the parts in that are where he gets offended for being short out of nowhere. He's like, who are you calling so small that you couldn't even be seen under a microscope? You call me a little pipsqueak, huh? You call me an ant? He doesn't do that really in Brotherhood, but in the original, it's hilarious. Oh, goodness. Okay. Boy stalks his idol until he gets his power and he becomes his teacher. Stalk might be a little heavy handed there. 
My Hero Academia. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good, though. All right, here we go. Teenagers make distorted faces while trying to avoid a life of forced marriage or basically slavery. Kakaguri. <laughs> Without a beat. <laughs> you didn't even miss a beat. Is the faces. Yeah. What other animes, like, you have to enter into a life contract if you lose this gambling game? I thought about just saying teenagers practice making crazy faces. Yeah. And that just be the description. <laughs> Delinquent gets a job. Is is that the anime? Yep. Delinquent gets a job. Yu Yu Hakusho? No. That could describe Yu Yu Hakusho, kind of. This one's hard. I'm sorry. Have I watched this? Yes, we've watched this. This is like the worst way to describe it. Can you give me a little bit yeah, more Yeah, I'll give we'll you more. With? Delinquent gets a job climbing poles. <laughs> That's all you get. Uh, is it Clanana? Yes, it's Clanad After Story. He's a delinquent? Yeah, Tomoya is a delinquent. He skipped, I had no he idea. He skipped school and fights in the first For season, For some reason, right? I thought that he was just a regular boy, but I, I guess mean, I forgot. I mean, he kind of is. He's really not that much of a delinquent compared to other kids like Yusuke. All right, this one's a little bit different from the other ones, but girl acts so wholesomely that it gives us viewers a reason to live. Fruits basket. <laughs> <laughs> You guys don't understand, though. She is when so When we wholesome. watch Toru. It gives us a reason to live. Legitimately. You know, all those times where life was hard last year, we watched Fruits Basket, and suddenly it didn't feel as difficult, you know? We were able to get through it, thanks to that wholesome girl. Yeah. Man fights the government with his eyes. Blood Blockade Battlefront? No. No? Okay. With his eyes? Or maybe it's just one eye. Is that Cowboy Bebop? No. <laughs> Okay. Uh, he doesn't fight the government. He fights a crime syndicate. Okay. Okay, will this help? Teenager fights the government with his eyes. Oh, it's a teenager? Yeah. Is this Naruto? No. Did you give up? No. Okay. I can figure this out. With his eyes in particular. Mm-hmm. Is it the main character? Mm-hmm. I thought this would be super easy, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like you're more likely to pick shonens, so... I didn't always pick all the shonens here. Hmm. I'm trying to think of shows that just have eyes where the eyes are the superpower, but I can't think of any. Are you sure you don't want a hint? I want a hint. I am zero. I am zero? Zero, yeah. You really don't know from that? Lelouch de Britannia compels oh. you. It's his eye. Yeah, I said that. Oh, okay. He fights the government with his eye. That's pretty obvious now that you say that. Yeah. A con man accidentally becomes a positive force in a young boy's life. Mob Psycho 100. How did you get that so quickly? <laughs> I feel him in my heart. Mob Psycho 100, con man, he became a positive force in Mob's life. I love Reagan. That Any mention have, of Reagan, I just That may understand. actually be a good description of the show, though. I yeah, think. it's not a bad one for sure. Yeah. All right, man eats snacks to cover up crimes. Or I suppose teenager eats snacks to cover oh, up crimes. Oh, Death Note. I take a potato chip and eat it okay okay ready a young boy learns the danger of public restrooms IQ. <laughs> <laughs> that is the funniest description of Haikyuu. That is hilarious. Is that one of the ones you laughed at while you were writing them down? Yeah, that's one of Because that's ones. hysterical. That one was just an obvious one in my opinion. All right. This is one I laughed at while I was writing it down. The future rocks. <laughs> Dr. Stone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm most proud of that That's one. That's the shortest one. That's probably the best one I have, so just FYI. I hope you're proud of me, too. Some kids try to run away from home, and their mom gets an earful because of it. Oh, Promise Neverland. Yep. Okay, okay. 
too obvious. It took me a second. Military sergeant repeatedly causes property damage. Full metal panic. Yeah. <laughs> Boy stops believing in a deity, not because they don't exist, but because they're useless. The hero is overpowered, but overly cautious? Not quite. Oh, oh wait, it's Konosuba. That's right. The other one's really close, though. Aqua's not useless. I wouldn't believe in her. I believe in Aqua. <laughs> Poor Aqua. Bear hosts class reunion. Is that Dianarapa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's All true. Right. That's what happened. This one's kind of specific. It's not what the whole show is about. It's just okay. about one specific thing. Teenager feels threatened by cheese on his balcony. <laughs> My hero agony. That was the best episode of season four. That was hysterical. When Midoriya was like, where's this cheese coming from? That was so funny. That really got me. Family members fight people for a stone. This one might be kind of hard. Let me know if you need a hint. I think I do. The family members are brothers. Is it Full Metal Alchemist? Yeah. Okay. I should have known that. I thought it was more than just family. I thought if I said brothers, it would be too obvious. Yeah. So I tried to change it up a little. Better than Ant-Man and Iron Giant. <laughs> that was so funny. My little sister can't possibly be a chess grandmaster. No game, no life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Man with daddy issues uses acting to get money. The Great Pretender? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second. Took me a second. Glad you got a kick out of that one. Woman flirts with merchant in exchange for apples and beer. Fights <laughs> and all? Yes. How are you so good at this? I don't know. Are mine too obvious? No, I don't know. I think I'm just good at this game. Through games, a girl makes friends and changes the school rules. Is it Kakagurui? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That one was hard. I really tried to think of something good for that one. Boy seduces girls with pro gamer moves. With pro gamer moves? Yes. Is it gamer? No. Girls, plural. Yes, and it's with his pro gamer moves. Man, you were just saying how I'm good at this game, and I, I might not be able to think of this one. Oh, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. The world God only knows. Yes! Yes, it's the world God only knows. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I knew that one would get you. That's I knew so it. funny. I knew it. Brother and sister go on a road trip to change sister's diet. Demon Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> no! That's not what that's about. Yes, it is. Shut up. Her diet, so she doesn't want to eat people. They go on a road trip. They go around places. Given a second chance at life, a person decides to do some detective work. Psychopath? Nope. Is it Bungo Stray Dogs? Nope. Oh, I really don't know this one. Do you need a hint? Yes. Given a second chance at life, a boy does some detective work. This doesn't help me either. Another hint? Given a second chance at life, a boy tries to catch a serial killer. Oh, is it a race? Yes. Oh my gosh. I was so confused. Given a second chance at life. That's smart. That was life. Good okay. Orphan sits on swing until he learns the power of friendship. <laughs> Naruto? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> That's not what the anime is about. He doesn't sit on it until he learns friendship. 
he just stops, stops sitting on it once it, he, learns he learns friendship. friendship. Fair. <laughs> but he knew about friendship beforehand. He just didn't have it. Until he learns the Fine. power of friendship. Fine. Power right, of right, friendship. Right, right. Very specific. Girl basically becomes an intern to hang out with her crush. Hmm. Uzaki-chan? No, 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 no. Interesting that as soon as I stop naming Shonen, it's harder for you. <laughs> <laughs> My brain, it's Shonen. And it's I can't think of the Shonen the same way you can. I'll give you a hint. Okay. The crush is her new boss. What? Girl basically becomes an intern to hang out with Oh, her. oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Monthly Girls Nizaki Yes. <laughs> did it. Rich high schoolers. Force classmate to talk to women against their will. Oran host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, that's not wrong. It was against Haruhi's will. Friends annoy each other and maybe fall in love. That could be a lot of things. Um, is that my teen romantic comedy snafu? <laughs> it may as well be. No. And she ruins his bed and she pays for it in the end. I do not know what this is. That is confusing me even more. In college. Wait a minute. Is this Golden Time? No. Oh gosh, how many college anime have I seen? I literally cannot think of anything that both of us have seen that takes place in college except Golden Time. I don't know the answer to this. You give up? I give up. You literally just said it for the last question when I said, girl basically becomes an intern to hang out with her crush. Oh crap, it's Uzaki chan! Because <laughs> I used to Oh, I forgot that. Oh, I forgot about the bed thing. Yep. Okay, when you said friends, I thought it was a group of friends. And so that's what I had pictured and I in my mind. I thought it was a family group and not yeah. brothers. Yeah. So, ah! Okay. All right, your turn. Boy goes on a date and discovers a newfound respect for coffee. Tokyo Ghoul? Yeah. <laughs> Guy tries a new diet of mostly coffee. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. We both had the same thing in mind, basically. All right. War vet writes to learn about love. Violet Evergarden. Yeah. Yes. Good job. That was a fast one. Short gamer girl has superpower to become a perfect height young lady when outside her house. <laughs> Umarch. Yes. Town gets attacked by rain. By rain? Yeah, by rain. Attack on Titan? No. Weathering with you? Yeah. Humankind weaponizes the concept of evolution. Attack on Titan? Mm-mm. Need a hint? Yeah. Humankind and a mole weaponizes the concept and of a mole? evolution. Is this girl in the gun? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I really thought about Gurren Lagan a lot. I was like, how do I describe this badly? And then I just gave up because I was just like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to spoil anything. That's a good one. All right. So my last one. High schooler leaves behind home to hang out with girls over and over again. Honestly, this just sounds like a thousand anime. This could be ReZero. Is it ReZero? Yeah, it's ReZero. Oh my God. (laughs) Hang out with girls over and over and over. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my word. I was just going to leave it at hang out with high school here's, girls. Here's but... my last one. You ready? Boy tries to protect girl while also being the most explosively dangerous person in the school. Is this my little monster? Nope. 
Is this a little panic? Yes. <laughs> I love that show so much. As you can tell, we keep bringing that up. You should watch it if you haven't. It's great. It is great. You really should watch it. And don't skip Fumofu. No, I almost did. I almost wanted to, but I'm so glad I didn't. It's by Kyoto Animation, so you know it's fire. It is. All right, so that's it for our game. I think you're much better at this than me. I don't know. There was it definitely one I... took me longer to guess than you did. There was one I didn't get, though. I'm ashamed. Yeah, I feel like it could also be based on who's are funnier, but there's no way to rank <laughs> that. So, All I right. think we did a good job, both of us. We hope that you enjoyed if you played along. If manga's taught me anything, it's that chicks love male friendships. So next up, we're going to be talking about some anime we've been watching recently. This part's going to contain some spoilers, so if you're concerned about that, then you can just skip right to the part you want to listen to. You can find the times in the show notes. All right, let's get started. So I watched Millionaire Detective. I finished it. Ooh, and what'd you think? Twists and turns for sure. I really thought that the murderer of Kambe's mom was his dad. Turns out his grandma and his butler were the ones to do it. Always the butler. It's always the butler. It's always the butler. They're always they're shady. Wait, isn't the butler like one of the main people? Kinda. Unless the butler is Alfred from Batman and he's always cool. I remember last podcast mentioning that I thought the grandma was in on it somehow because she's always been a little shady to me. I've never trusted her. So that was the big reveal. And I thought that was pretty good. The ending was a little rushed, I feel like. But they ended it and Haru and Kambe are still working together as a team. I think they're in America there at the end. So they're still doing stuff with the crimes unit in Japan and they're still working together. So that was cool to see. It was really cool to see Kambe let Haru solve this issue with him with his family and let him help him and Haru there was a really cool moment where he was able to overcome his fear of shooting he has this really big fear of like hurting people and trying to do what needs to be done in the moment sometimes so he was able to kind of move past that and that was cool to see him overcome his fear of doing the wrong thing or hurting someone by using force or anything like that so he was able to overcome that and Kambe helped him with that so that was cool to see and of course in the very first episode Haru's hanging off a bridge and Kambe goes over, smirks at him and just lets him fall. And it ends in the last episode. Same thing. Haru's hanging off a bridge. Kambe walks over and Haru's only got one hand clasping the bridge. So I'm like, oh, the other hand is so that he can reach up and grab Kambe and Kambe will help him up and it will have came full circle. And Kambe like bends down like he's gonna help him back up. And then he just stands back up and smirks at him and Haru falls. (laughs) Like that's so rude. So rude. I can't believe that. But I don't know. That felt for some reason like a fitting way to end the show. So my suspicions about Grandma were right. Didn't see the butler thing coming, really. Didn't see his dad not being involved in the killing coming either. But it was a pretty solid anime. I enjoyed it. I'm hoping there will be a season two. We'll see. Very cool. So we also watched ReZero season two, part one. And oh my gosh, it's finally ramping up. I was getting scared that it wasn't going to get as good as the first season. But I'm starting to really enjoy it. Yeah, we finished it, the Mm -hmm. part one at least, so I'm excited for part two, which comes out pretty soon. Me too. Okay, when Subaru got eaten by rabbits, I was just like, what is this? Oh, I loved that. I loved the whole thing. I liked it too, but I was terrified. I don't think I was ever this terrified in season one. I loved meeting all the witches. Yeah, they were cool. The witches of sin. Ooh. And they all met together at one point. And Subaru just started flipping out on all of them. He's had it, man. He's 
had it. People have had it with him and he's had it. Oh, that one part where it was all going wrong and Amelia was obsessed with him and was trying to like sell him that she loved him and all that. What was up with that? He'd been gone for so long. I think she just went crazy because yeah? he was like the only person around. It was interesting though to learn some of his inner workings about how worthless he thinks he is. I don't understand. From pride? Yeah, I don't understand that though. I, I don't understand how he can still think that his only value is to give up his life to save his friends. He said that Amelia would never say that she loved him. I think that his return by death has just messed with his mind so much that that's all he can think. That's all that he can do with his retries at the end of the day is to try to help his friends. But even that he can't do. Yeah, so maybe I guess his self-worth is shot because he feels like he's helpless, like he can't do anything. Yeah, if he can't even save one friend, how is he supposed to become Hokage? (laughs) He can't. Why? Because you can't become Hokage if you can't even save one friend. Ooh. Duh. You've seen Naruto, you know. But the thing with that that I have a hard time with sometimes is Rem literally loves him so much. And he's like, that'd be crazy. How can anybody love me? And then Rem's sitting there like, I love you, Subaru. I want to get married to you and maybe have two kids and live in a cabin and we'll be so happy. That one part when Rem was back for a second, but it was really another witch. That was awful. I was so sad. Oh my word. Poor Subaru. I got a little excited there because I know that Rem's self is somewhere inside of one of the Greed's minion I remember mm-hmm. and they're inside of the resting place of the Witch of Greed right so I thought maybe she's in there somewhere and maybe she was appearing to him but then it just turned out to be a trick. Yeah it was sad. It was also sad seeing him cry to the Witch of Greed when he was finally able to tell her that he has the return by death power because you can just tell that he's just so lonely and he is having such a hard time doing this all by himself right it really does get lonely to be that powerful well it's just lonely because he can't talk to anybody and he can't talk to anybody about it of course i don't think it's lonely because it's a power i think it's lonely because he can't tell them why he's doing the things he's doing why he's so sad about different things he's literally seen horrific things over and over and over again i don't know how he deals with it he went through even more this season i feel like the season was rougher our guy Subaru. <laughs> and too, learning that all of the timelines that he leaves don't get erased necessarily. We, we don't know that for sure. Well, it was shown to him. It's heavily implied multiple times. All those things exist inside of his head. That's not something that is necessarily real, but it's pretty heavily implied that those timelines still exist. Think about how many timelines there must be. Five. Hundred. T- ten. Thousand. A million? <laughs> <laughs> Amelia. Oh my goodness. I really liked it. It's different than the first season. I want to hold off from saying whether or not I liked the first season better because second season technically isn't over yet, but it was definitely different and I don't think it was different in a bad way. I think it explored a lot more of the darker sides of Subaru and then the world they're in and I liked that. Yeah, the first season was mostly him hanging out with girls over and over again that he liked. <laughs> This season was mostly him hanging out with girls over and over again that represented the cardinal sins. Yeah, pretty much. The most evil things <laughs> you could possibly do. Yeah, he really didn't get a hang with Amelia that much or Rem at all. Hardly. So a little, a little worse, I think. Not super horrible. It wasn't the worst things he could have ever experienced, but they were pretty bad. He's just being tortured by the Witch of Envy is all, you know. Yeah, it's fine. He'll be fine. Second part, he'll make it. We believe in oh, him. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Amelia will fall in love with him for real without being traumatized. Somebody will remember who Rem is. Who's Rem? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that joke's not going to get old to me. (laughs) Okay, 
What else did we watch? What did you watch? Well, I watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Ooh. Episodes four through eight. I have to tell you, episode seven legitimately blew my mind. It was crazy. We got to see Gojo's power and the fight was amazing. Oh, you were so hyped after that? I was. I was like, whoa. I wish I could explain it. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I would think that you've seen it if you're listening to this part, but if you haven't, go watch it. It was so good. He's fighting with this volcano head guy. I wish I could remember his name, but anyway, and he's supposed to be this super powerful guy, right? And Gojo's just like, nope, I'm gonna kick your butt pretty easily, actually. You think you killed me? You didn't because I have this force field thing around me and you can't touch me. I'm trying not to pay too much attention to what you're saying because I haven't watched it. Yeah. I know you're going to show it to me. I know. So it's Just... like the reason I'm not responding is that I'm trying to zone you out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I won't give too much away, but he's trying to teach Itadori basically some new skills, new techniques because Itadori isn't dead after all. We thought he was dead, but he's not. So him and Sakuna, not dead. Great. That's great for all of us, which makes sense. I didn't never think he was actually dead. I mean, come on, like the anime, what, is it just ending? No, it's still here. So Itadori's training with Gojo and Gojo has him come to this fight to teach him some techniques to watch. And then Volcano Head dude's just like, what the heck are you doing? Why didn't you bring this random kid here? And the whole time Gojo's just so smug and he knows he's gonna kick this guy's butt and he totally does. And then he pulls down his mask and you see his eyes and he does this like crazy technique that's really, really cool. And my mind was just blown. The animation of this fight was incredible. Gojo is just so cool. I don't know what else to say except that. Last one I watched, episode 8, was more low-key. It focuses on... Itadori's other two classmates and they meet some of the second years and they get into a fight with them and I think it's more just like a character introduction episode more than anything. It's pretty entertaining. I'm excited to learn more about some of these other characters outside the main three so we'll see. So we also watched Fruits Basket season two. We're finished with it now. I enjoyed season two. Admittedly though when I think through it I'm like what happened? You know I loved season one but the more and more that you realize that she's just gonna fall in love with I'm tuning out. I can't get over the fact that she got punched into a river. I know. I'm still not over it, but I'm accepting it. I'm accepting their love story. I cannot believe, though, that Yuki was like, she's like a mom. Yeah, they already pulled that. They already pulled the she's like a mom thing. If you have a friend that you see is more like your nurturing mom friend or your older sister friend, you don't flirt with that friend. I don't agree that he just thinks of her as a mom. That's the direction that this anime is going, though, I think, because they just want everybody to feel okay with the fact that she's going to choose Kyo, I'm sure. Okay, but Yuki is going to fall in love with someone, right? I don't know. I think that that one girl he's going to fall in love with, he the one girl that's getting bullied. Somebody. Yeah, the one girl that's getting bullied that we saw towards the end of the season. The one that's like pretty serious. That's the vice president's sister. And somebody better beat the crap out of Kyo to get revenge for what he did to our girl. Because that was not right. I'm not going to let that go. He needs to be punished for that. Also, listeners, we have been calling Akito her oh, this my, whole time. I am time so sorry to anybody. Because we thought it was obvious that she was a girl. Apparently so that was a huge sorry. reveal. I am legitimately so sorry. We even looked it up in the wiki to check the gender and we saw him. It says him in the wiki to make sure that you don't get spoiled. 
yeah, you have to reveal the spoiler. But I got nothing. It's so obviously a woman. Well, and I always thought that maybe, if anything, Akito was supposed to be more gender neutral. I mean, we've always been confused about it. But we've called her her because, to me, her reactions always seemed like a woman's reactions. Like, she was jealous of Toru, and she always seems more harsh with the women than with the men. I'm sorry if this is sexist or something, but what kind of guy, when he's gonna go cry or getting emotional, goes, Oh, hey, where are all my men buddies to come around and hug me? And, like, cuddle with me. And cuddle with me. Akito always needs a dude to come and hug her and comfort her whenever she's feeling sad. Yeah, she never really seeks the comfort of the women. She just kind of is mean to them. It was probably more of a cool, interesting thing back in the day because, first of all, I think that she was voiced by a dude in the original series and they didn't know it was a woman back then. And then, second of all, God probably just couldn't be a woman and she's supposed to represent God. So back in the day, it was like a surprise. God's represented by a woman how maybe but to me it's always very obvious just the way she acted and when she slapped toru that one time or scratched her to me that came off very much like something another woman would do to a girl yeah. who she feels is like infringing on her territory we hear from kurno that akito when she was younger was happy so i wonder what happened and i also didn't realize that she was younger than kurno and kurno i think is like 27 and i think akito is closer to toru's age than what i thought i thought she was older older for some reason. I don't know why. I don't really know how old I thought she was. And then to learn too that Kurno just broke the Zodiac curse. Yeah, what the heck? That was the big reveal, right? That was a really big reveal. What the heck? How? Yeah, why not just go be... Normal. I guess it kind of makes sense that the curse broke because he kissed her friend. So we should have known then that the curse was broken because how could he have kissed her friend? Oh. But anyway, I'm hoping that next season we explore more how they can break the curse because I really want... Yuki and Kyo and everybody to be free from the curse. I know they're sad. Although mostly I just want to see Toru happy. That's what I want too. And whoever she ends up with better make her happy. That's all I have to say. You hearing that Kyo? Better make her happy Kyo. I know you're not real, but if you don't make her happy. Either make her happy or get out. Yeah. Let somebody else take the reins. Exactly. Obviously, Yuki's not going to do it anymore. Because his weird mom thing going on. So next, we also watched My Teen Romantic Company Snafu. It's a little bit of a relief to me that that's over. Because I did not enjoy this season that much. And I just wanted him to pick somebody. I wanted prom to be over. And then prom happened again. Yeah, there were two proms. I was not anticipating that. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, the prom arc has ended. And I'm like, oh, wait, nope. The whole season is just a prom arc. And, okay, I understand. It's hard for people to share their feelings with each other. And there's a lot that goes unsaid between Hiki and Yuki and Yui. And I get that. I know a lot of people like it because of that. They like that there's deeper meaning. But to me, it really does not feel like there's deeper meaning it just makes me wish that they would just tell each other their feelings and move on you like somebody or you don't like somebody and i understand that they didn't want to mess up their friend group by him picking one or the other i understand that but to me it's not that deep man and they made it way deeper than it needed to be way more filled with prom than it needed to be and i don't think he chose the right girl me either i did not like the girl he picked okay yuki's cool as a character Mm -hmm. 
but it's like he just is dating himself every harem is this they always have character that is actually cool in the harem that you would actually want to date and that you're like yeah this girl's cool and maybe they're friends with that character really closely and they always pick the quirky one there's the most difficult to deal with they always pick her it's so annoying every harem and i get it yuki's a cool girl she's smart she's pretty but my thing is they're so similar they seem happy though i mean i don't know they seem cute at the end and i'm sure yui ukahama will be okay i mean i think yui could be a good girlfriend to anybody i feel like the other two could only really be good boyfriend girlfriend with each other feels like she kind of needs him to open up I know a lot of people like this anime, so I won't say too much more about it, but I personally did not enjoy it. My favorite season was the first season. I thought it was hilarious. And then after that, it just kind of got too much for me. Yeah, it was too much the classroom politics for me, like I've said many times. I won't bore you with that explanation over and over again. I'm really glad he chose somebody, though. I would have been so mad if we watched this whole show and he didn't choose anybody. So I felt really good about that. Whenever the show was actually about romance, I enjoyed it a lot. Do you want to talk about Vinland Saga? Yes! Oh my god! Vinland Saga is the first anime I finished this year. So last year I had this goal of watching 100 anime. I ended up watching 115 anime. That was great. This year I have a goal of watching 150 anime. And Vinland Saga was my first anime of the year that I finished. And it was so good. You're changing your goal to watch Vinland Saga 150 times? Is I think that I the might. New goal? I don't know. I just finished it two days ago. I finished you're, it two you're, days ago. You keep saying like, now I just want to watch Vinland Saga again that's (laughs) i did after i finished it two days ago i was like well i just want to start again i just want to watch it again i feel like half of the big moments are ruined for me i'm sorry i can't stop talking about some of them i just keep telling you every night i watched it i think i watched it it took me like four days to complete it and every night i just be like listen smug donuts i have to tell you about this scene for real every night every night and you'd be like okay I couldn't help it. When you see a man punch a horse and flip that horse over while the horse was running at full speed, you got to tell somebody. <laughs> you have to. It's, it's part of the rules. It, it is. And then when you see another man cut a man from head to toe and he's wearing his helmet, you got to tell somebody. You got to. But anyway, Vinland Saga is basically about this kid who's living in Iceland, living his best life with his dad. And his dad was a Viking and he's really cool. His name's Thors and he gets killed by this guy Askeladd who is a leader of this Viking group. And it's about his story of trying to get revenge on Askeladd. And Mug Donuts, I still want to show this to you so I will not go too deep into the story. But I will say I loved it. This is going to be really hard to top this year. I think I may have made a mistake by watching this first because now all the rest of the anime I watched this year I'm just gonna be comparing it to. I will say Thorfinn, great character. I loved him. I love watching him fight. He's so fierce and he's young still in the first season he's like 16. In the very very beginning he's like still just a kid and the things that he does as a kid when he fights are incredible and the look in his eyes is just so intense. I've never seen a character 
character with such a consistent thirst for revenge in his eyes. But mm-hmm. I just really liked the plot. I liked how complex some of the characters were, especially Askeladd. I think he's one of my favorite anime villains now. And it just made me ask a lot of questions when I was watching it. It really made me think, like, what does it mean to be a good person? What does it mean to be a warrior was a big part of the show. Like, what does all of that mean? What does it mean to be brave? What kinds of things do you do in survival? There's a part where they kind of reflect on how empires just end up becoming strong and then another empire just comes along and is even stronger. And then in history, things just fall and things change, things happen and there's a reflection on that on who's strong now doesn't mean they're gonna be strong forever and I just thought that was really interesting it made me think just about history and all of the different groups that have been around like they mentioned the Romans and it makes you think too about other things like how far would you go for revenge what's your life's purpose what choices you make in life are you gonna be stuck in the past or look forward towards the future there's a lot of different themes in that show that I really liked and the action was incredible it's wit studio so it's the same studio that did the first three seasons of Attack on Titan. I could kind of tell just based off the fight scenes how they're animated that the directing and stuff that was really good that the studio did a really good job and all of the openings were really good so I'm excited to show it to you at some point. I think you'd like it although there is a ton of action. I know action shows aren't necessarily your thing. I just don't remember them as easily. I'm excited because I read that there's potentially going to be a season two this year and if there's a season two announced this year I will literally like cry. I'll be so happy. So here's to hoping that one comes out. And if there is, I will definitely be talking your ear off again in the future about Vinland Saga 2. So just, just be prepared. So we also watched a sports anime. Ooh, it was a very physical sports anime. Lots of moving rushing around yes it's called chiha yafuru you know it's funny one of my resolutions for 2021 you want to watch 150 anime i'm trying to learn japanese so that i can watch even more anime than you by watching them (laughs) raw good luck (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like i've been slowed down because i can't watch anime in the background no i'm kidding it's just with how much anime i'm watching i feel like i'm missing a lot by not knowing the language and this is a really funny anime to watch right after you learned the characters in japanese all the characters are on the card are written in hiragana and so i was like oh my word i know what that says that says (laughs) chihaya furu although we had to stop and pause for their text messages (laughs) we were like wait what's that say i don't even know what that stuff says i was like smoke donuts read it and you were like i Ah! can't this has been interesting i never knew that karta was a thing in Mm -hmm. japan last year i learned about the koto instrument from sounds of life this year i'm learning about karta is karta a big deal do they even care about it I don't know. This anime makes it seem like it's a big deal. I know it has the king and the queen and the grand finals. I feel like it's very specific. You lay out a bunch of cards. Yeah, it is. And then you just hit that card away from the other person. We don't have any sport or any hobby or game that's remotely close to that in America. Bingo. I guess. Bingo. Oh my god. Carta is bingo, but like, like way more intense and harder. We we way oversimplified it. 
I feel like rude saying that Karna is like being No, it's not. But you asked me if there was anything similar and I thought, is there anything where you would listen to what somebody said, they draw something from a pile, they speak something out loud, you have to hit something really fast and then stand up and You're like... right, bingo is the only one. <laughs> okay, Karna is a lot more complicated than and that. And a lot more, more respectable rules. and... Yes, and cool. Yes. Anyway, I am very much enjoying this anime. I'd heard good things about it. But I was skeptical because I'm like, some card anime? Why would I want to watch this? But it's been super good. I still feel like I don't fully really understand all of the things that they do during Carta. You know, I think it's really cool how they show this thing that looks simple at first and like there's nothing to it. And then they show you just how deep and complicated it is. Yes. And I like that as they introduce more characters, they sort of show all the different perspectives on it and how there's so many different ways to view Carta. And like you said, it gets more complicated and then you learn more of the rules i feel like they've taught us the rules in a way that's really digestible i still don't feel like i fully get it yet but as i go i'm like oh okay so they're trying to be strategic and sending a card over to the other person's side or moving their cards around or covering up their cards yeah they have their cards in specific positions okay this is making sense and can we just say i love the whole taichi arda chihaya friendship from when they were kids (laughs) and can we just say i'm calling it right now we've watched episodes 1 through 22 of the first season and i just want to say chihaya is so into Arda, she just doesn't even know. She doesn't? No, she doesn't even know. She's not aware. It's become a meme in the Smug Donuts Spiral Fish Cake house at this point, just how in love she is with Arda without even realizing. Because the last episode, she's like, he's like water, and I want to drink him in. I want to drink him in. I'm like, girl. And you see her like standing like a deer in the headlights, looking at her boy as the waves crash around. It's so obvious, even Taichi is like, I can see that I have no chance feel kind of bad for Taichi because he's the one that's been here this whole time for her. I mean, when they were younger, he was kind of a jerk, but as they've gotten older, he's been there for her. He's cared about her. He's supported her. And then Arda's just going to come in and swoop up your girl. If you're playing Karada, Chi, that ain't your girl. That's Arda's girl. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll see what the ending brings. Arda tried to get Taichi to give her his number. So I don't know if Arda ever went up to Chihaya and gave her his number. Anytime she sees Arda, even if it's just for a moment, she gets all energized and ready to go for Karada. She's like found a new life in herself. She's found inspiration. Do you think Taichi will eventually confess that he loves her? I think that Taichi is not as good a person as we think. (gasps) <gasps> because in the beginning he stole Arda's glasses. Yeah, but and he I think that's going to come like back because he's nice now. But what if he's just more sinister and he's gonna? Oh my god! I'm serious. I don't think I'm that serious. At all. What if he gets weird feelings about the whole thing and starts to sabotage them? He told Arda we're not together, and whose benefit is that for? That was to me one of the worst things he could have said. Really? Because he likes her, but he. He knows that she is in love with Arda. Everybody except her can tell. It's obvious. We'll see. I feel like Taichi learned from that experience that he shouldn't steal people's glasses and that he was wrong and he changed his ways after that. That's my personal thought. My guess is that Taichi is gonna do some mean stuff. I think he is eventually going to tell Jihaya he likes her and then she's gonna realize that she likes Arda. 
we'll see. I think there are three seasons. I also watched an anime called Level E. I've watched episodes one through nine. This is the weirdest anime I think I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of weird anime. Basically, it's about this alien prince named Prince Baka. So he's seriously named Prince Stupid. And he just screws around with people on Earth. He, like, creates these evil mastermind plans and just screws around with them. And they're not even necessarily evil mastermind plans so much as they're just games he likes to play with the human race to, like, make them do what he wants for his entertainment. And he just manipulates everyone, and it's really funny and amusing. You showed me a little bit of it, and I was just in awe of how silly it was. It's ridiculously silly. I almost said silly. stupid. Yeah. It seemed a little stupid. It's a little stupid. No, it's stupid. But I like it. But it's stupid. I have to be in the right mood to watch a, it. A lot of shows that I notice you like are a little stupid. They have like a different mood to them. It's almost that humor that I really like. That goofy school rumble, Cromarty High School kind of humor where it's just over the top and goofy. But this takes it to a whole different direction. And it's weird more so than anything, I think. But I'm actually having a good time. It's a short anime. It's only like 12 episodes. I'll give you an example of how he messes with people. And in this world, there's aliens everywhere. It's just that Earth doesn't know it. And so we meet all sorts of aliens from different places. And that's kind of interesting too. But anyway, I'll give you an example of how crazy this guy is. He gets these five random kids and gets them these bracelets that turn them into what he calls color rangers. So Power Rangers. Yes, it's playoff Power Rangers. And he's able to communicate to them when they put on these bands through their brains. And he just continuously talks to them and annoys them, narrates their life. And they have to like level up using these things. And then he transports them into an isekai world, essentially, where there's the demon king that they have to fight. And before this, he was saying that their teacher was an alien. And it discovered that their teacher is an alien who is an assassin. They learn about that and doesn't go anywhere. So he then he sends them to the Isekai world I mentioned. And in the Isekai world, they have to fight this demon king. And the demon king turns out to just be a little version of Prince Baka because Prince Baka is his creator. And he was saying how he doesn't know how to deal with life because he doesn't know who he's supposed to be. And it gets all like philosophical. And the demon king has just been there living, trying to figure out what his purpose is. And it's really sad. And, and he hit the demon king's like, the only lullaby I've ever known is the color ranger's lullaby. <laughs> like, what is what this is show? What is this? So it's a lot. The next episode is going to be about the Color Rangers. I think it's their final arc. It's a crazy little show and it has different little arcs every time. There's this random episode about these aliens that have to eat their partner to reproduce in their race. And it was this whole thing about these teenage delinquents who saw one of their classmates do this and they learned the backstory of it all. And then it just ends up that it was Prince Baka trying to pitch this TV show to a TV producer. It wasn't real at all. I don't know if it was based on an alien race that is real in this world or what. It's crazy. But you know, sometimes you just want to not think that hard about anything you're watching. It's a good show for me to watch while I'm like doing the dishes or doing other chores, you know? It's entertaining for sure. We also watched My Little Monster. Yeah, we've been watching My Little Monster. That's a good one. I've already seen that. I love that anime. It's really good. Their relationship is questionable. It is indeed very questionable. 
We've so far watched episodes one and two. Haru is a weird dude, man. He's, Agreed. He's bringing roosters to school. He's telling people he loves them, giving them kisses. I will say one thing for this anime so far. At least we're getting confessions, episode one. Finally, a romance anime that actually has some confessions in it. Because sometimes you get to the very end and they don't even talk to each other. They don't even hold hands. At least this one, uh, I guess they've already kissed. Have they? Kind of came out of nowhere. Or did he just like attack her? That is the most questionable thing about this anime is that it's really hard to tell if it's a really romantic thing that's going on because she just gets so embarrassed whenever he does anything romantic. It's like, is she enjoying this or not? Like, what's going well, on? Well, she said, I love you in the last episode we watched. She did. But then she said she, it was a lie. Was it a lie? Nah, girl. No? Or nah, yes? Nah, girl, you How know. do you know for sure? Girl, you know. Like, how do you know? her little face gets all red when he's around and she gets all shy she loves him her heart flutters for him flutters he said though that she didn't make his heart flutter wonder she, what that's she all did about. it first i'm excited to keep watching it but so far what i've discovered is i think it's weird <laughs> he's weird indeed their relationship's questionable but a part of me really is rooting for them so i watched Bofuri, finished it all the way through that's i don't want to get hurt so i'll max out my defense nothing really happened that was out of the ordinary it just kind of went on and continued to be exactly what it was to start out with and maple just continued becoming more and more of a monster and it was really funny at the end when it ends and she's turned into seven godzillas shooting <laughs> hyper laser beams <laughs> What? into the sky and annihilating basically the entire game by herself and the programmers are just like well at this point we can't nerf her anymore people have come flocking to the game just to try to beat her so i guess we just let it happen <laughs> Oh my god. Why do I feel like this anime of all animes has a high likelihood of a season two? That's the thing that makes me upset is that I don't feel like this anime was the best anime ever. I just enjoy it because it had a lot of moe and girls playing video games it having fun like together. It like a moe isekai. Yeah. It had a lot of those elements and I like that. But it's always these kind of shows that get a season two instead of the ones that I love. Anyway, I don't really have much to say about Bofuri. I really enjoyed it. It was really good. If you like moe or girls playing video games games check it out it's good it's fun it's a good time it's not gonna blow your mind or anything but i enjoyed it we also watched the promise neverland season two episode one we don't have a ton to say about that but oh my god it's monsters back. are crazy it's and everywhere back. and they got kidnapped by a monster but it's a good one or bad one we don't, I don't know. know we don't we know. know and then they are talking about this guy who wrote in the books and i think that it's norman and you don't i don't think that at all in the previous season, I said Norman was going to become the evil boss. Remember? Yeah, but this all became... Like, now... They got all these notes and stuff way before Now, I think Norman. Norman is the William guy, but I also think he's still going to be a boss. I don't know if he's going to be a boss for the good guys or the bad guys. I think it's the bad guys, personally. I don't think that I think makes that they're being sense. lured into a trap. I think this William guy is probably maybe like an ex-person who worked for the farms and he's ran away. I imagine William to be like a nice old recluse man in the woods a literary man if you will but wouldn't it be the biggest hail mary longest call of all time if we find out that i'm right 
Well, I'll be really proud of you if you're right, but I'll also be really upset because Norman's my favorite character, and if he turns out to be well, I said some he could also be evil good. Evil genius. I I'll said he could so also upset. be good, right? That's so true. So I'm still right if he's good. Norman did leave them the pen. That's what made me think it was him. This isn't coming out of nowhere right now. The previous season, I thought he was going to be a boss for the bad guys because they took him in, and so what else would he do unless he escaped? Then but... he must be working for them. So they took him in, and they're the bad guys and so I think that he either escaped from them or that he's now working from the bad guys but he's the one that gave them that pen and so if he's trying to egg them on to escape so that he can recapture them outside of it then boom we've figured out who but William that is that doesn't make any sense they wouldn't have it without the pen that doesn't make any sense though because he gave them the pen before he was with the bad guys what if he's been working with the bad guys all along I just really don't think so I also think that he could be William a good guy and that he escaped on the outside or maybe they tricked them into believing that he got stolen but actually he didn't well remember at the end of season one mama's like can you go into this room now i think they're gonna mm-hmm. make him some sort of strategist for the bad guys this is gonna be the coolest long shot call i've ever made i'm calling it now i don't think it makes literally any sense well when, we'll when i'm right you're gonna be shocked <laughs> i will i think All that's right. enough about promise neverland yeah we'll see i think there's a new episode today so maybe we'll find out something today so we forgot to talk about Attack on Titan season two and three last time. I'll just say, yeah. I'll take the blame. Whoops. We got we so forgot. excited about season four, we episode were. one, that we just forgot about season <laughs> two and three. So let's go ahead and talk about season two through three. We're going to talk about season four later, but right now let's talk about season two and three. I have to be honest, season two Boo. was not it for me. It was a really good anime, don't get me wrong, but it started going on and on about Historia and about Amir and I was not there for it. I was no. bored. And there was some romance with Mikasa and Aaron, I guess. But other than that, I was snoring the entire time. She wanted to kiss. In the middle of a battlefield? Battle that doesn't make where any there's like sense. Titans eating people in the back. You know what? They were probably going to die in her eyes. And so she was probably like, this is my last chance. But Aaron was not having it. I was not having it. It was just too much. There's so many people who died in season two. It was crazy. Season two did give us some cool moments with Kenny. Yeah, that blew my mind. I think I was talking about that last episode. There's scenes where Levi is shooting through the cities trying to go after Kenny, and it's literally shocking and amazing. That was awesome. I loved learning more about Levi's backstory, and I thought Kenny was a cool character. He didn't feel like he belonged in this anime. No, he feels like a cowboy. Yeah, I was like, where'd you come from? But I liked him. I thought he was cool, but season two had good moments, and when I say I did think it was good i mean compared to the first season i think it was definitely a great anime i still really liked it i still think i like rated it really high but of the three seasons definitely my least favorite and i think it had to kind of be there to set up for other parts of the show that are really good speaking of which season three oh my god oh my god attack on titan season three is one of my top so anime seasons good. of all time the second half of season three especially was amazing some of the stuff that levi did 
did when all the Titans were lined up surrounding the city. That goes in the top episodes of all time. Yeah, and during it, the like fight with the last fight with Irvin. Who to revive. When we watched that, we were like, I feel like I'm watching a masterpiece right now. And we were! We were. That was such a cool moment. Oh it was gosh. so emotional and sad. And Irvin was one of my favorite characters. And I just knew in my heart he was not going to make it the whole show. Right? I was so sad to see him die, but it was so hard to see them have to choose between Armin and Ervin, and it's like there's not a good choice here. They both have their merits, and it was so Yeah, I mean, emotional. it was just really hard to choose, and I think that everybody knew who the good choice was at the end of the day. Everybody knew who Levi should have chosen, but at the end of the day, we saw for sure that it should have been Armin in the end. Levi picked correctly, in my opinion. Yeah, Levi didn't want Ervin to keep and he struggling. raised his hand just like he did in class and talked about outside of the walls. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I get emotional thinking about it. And then the seashell at the end of the season. I don't know what that was about. But the, the raising his hand thing. He had to turn into this person who just leads people to their death. And I think that Levi is like, we need to let him rest. How wrong would it be for us to like force him to just keep continuing? And now Armin has this burden. And then we learned that there's only so long for them to live before they have to pass on the titan i was not excited to learn that i'm hoping that that's not actually true somehow there's a way to get around that yeah i think that's just to increase the stakes i think so too to make us all worry i think it's just to raise the stakes up another notch but man the fights with levi the fights with mikasa armin's sacrificing his life yeah armin becoming a a titan oh my word oh and oh yeah i'm the armor titan and uh, bertold is the colossal titan just a fyi we killed your family that was so crazy casual how he just said that that was so stupid of him why didn't he just kidnap Aaron that would have worked way better I don't know man I loved season three so much me too it just keeps getting deeper and deeper into hey this whole Titan thing is a lot more complicated than it looks and then learning all of the history that there is a place outside where Titans are coming from and right. learning about his dad well, and that was so exciting I guess yeah. I wasn't super excited look at the history of the thing but just seeing all of the big reveals was amazing his father's wife is the one that killed his mom yes oh my that word. was too much to learn and she's like, That's a crazy. royal titan yeah she's royalty yeah wow. and i just feel like aaron's about to commit a genocide that's what i feel speaking of which season four episodes two through five we watched yeah we watched the latest episode today right before recording yeah, right this before podcast. recording we watched episode five and oh my gosh i've never felt so much intensity just during a conversation <laughs> yeah well let's talk about episodes two through four too i've been pretty shocked about every time they reveal something i'm like oh my gosh this the future and oh my word they're talking about storming paradise again and we find out the one dude who's crippled is Aaron Falco leads Reiner to Aaron poor Falco I feel so bad for him he had no idea he was just trying to help thought he was helping out a war vet and little did he know he was helping out their enemy and he was sending letters to Aaron's comrades yes which I'm a little disappointed we didn't see them in episode five but I know it's going to be so cool when 
we see everybody next episode in episode six. I'm really excited to see that. The ending of episode five with Aaron just becoming a titan and shooting through oh the my word. stage. That was so cool. That was so high. He shakes Reiner's hand and then boom, bites the dude presenting the one that was talking about the king. And they revealed all this stuff about Paradis and all this crazy history. And then yeah. boom, Aaron comes shooting out of the ground. That was crazy. Oh, wow. I thought that was interesting that the people got all that information revealed to them. I was not expecting that was something that would happen. So it'll be interesting to see how they all react. And Aaron seemed to know that that would all take place, which I thought was interesting. Also, whoever that person was who led... The beard one. Yeah. The one that were like, oh, you have a really nice beard. He who led, was that? He led those two characters, the two other titans, into a pit. Yeah, so that Aaron could come out and be a titan and not yeah. have much resistance. I think that's Armin. I mean, it, it's a blonde person who has a beard. Who else could it be? Maybe some other person we don't know. Or maybe somebody we're forgetting about, I guess. Maybe. But I think it's Armin. And he's pretty tall and lanky, too. Well, he's not tall, as far as we know. Yeah, but it's been four years, so maybe he had a growth spurt. He's like 19, Yeah, but 20. you can't say he's pretty tall and lanky when we haven't even seen him as a grown-up. Fair enough. I, would, <laughs> I mean, I had no idea that was Aaron for a moment there until I saw his eyes. Oh, yeah. The second you see Aaron's eye, it's over. Which, by the way, the Titan's eye looks so cool this time. Yeah, Mappa did a good job. They were so cool. And then so his cool. hand sparked, and then boom, he explodes out of the ground. Okay, and I want to say, too, during the episode where Aaron meets his grandpa, that was pretty intense, where his that grandpa's like, I'm a doctor, and you need to leave that boy alone. And then he has a freak out about remembering what happened to Aaron's dad. And Aaron just sits there super stoically. And then the doctors take him away? Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, my word. Okay. So many good reveals. I think, based off of this last episode, Aaron's about to commit a genocide with the scouts. <laughs> I have no clue what's going to happen. I just want to see Levi again. I want to see Mikasa. Where are the Ackermans? That's kind of how I've been feeling this whole season, admittedly. And I think that episode six and beyond is going to be literally crazy. Where is our December waifu of the week? Yeah, where is she? Mikasa, girl, where are you at? We need you in our life. Again, I'm really hyped. I think that from here on out, it's going to be crazy. I think all of this was really cool setup and really good reveals. And from here on out, it'll be more the Attack on Titan that we know. Yeah, I'm really excited. I just want it to all be out so I can watch it all in a row. I don't know why we decided to watch this week to week. I know, it's, it's so painful. Much. And the, the fact that we had to wait two weeks since the last episode was so hard. That was hard. I was so sad. I'm so glad it's airing weekly again. Me too. I guess we'll see next week what happens. Alright, well that does it for our first episode of 2021. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. If you're just here to make friends, then you can pack up your stuff now. 